it is Christmas month. All my months kind of run together, I'm noticing. But anyway, <laughs> I wanted to have a quick, like, maybe 10-page short story to kind of bust out the holiday spirit. And it's early in the month, and we had a pretty long month last month, so I wanted to kind of do something fun. That means we're going to talk about <laughs> White Collar Christmas by Misty Evans. Oh, wait. <laughs> I should probably introduce myself, huh? My name is Jessica, and I am the host of Deconstructing Damsels. Again, this is going to be a very short, maybe like 10-minute episode. I don't want to make it too long. It's just kind of like a lead-up because I have other ideas coming for the rest of the month. I hope you guys are having a good holiday season. I know that the pandemic has been fucking with everybody's schedule, and I know that. And so I really just want you guys to have a fun, fun time and... I know that not every holiday happens in December, but it's the most common one, so I'm kind of taking that as a point to call. And again, the short story is like 10, 12 pages, so it's really short, really easy to read. I will give you my rating at the end of the episode, but White Collar Christmas is about Sarah Amos. She's an undercover agent for the FBI, but she's kind of a rookie, and she's been told to be this chauffeur for this guy who is criminal a forger and that guy is alexander battisto i think i said that right of course what she doesn't know is this is really just a training exercise and you find that out later and it's all a thing but anyway so she looks like an fbi agent except for one thing she's from jersey can you guess if you guessed hoop earrings the size of Texas, you are right. And so he notes all these things about her and, you know, he gets really super friendly with her, which kind of eked me out, I have to say, because there's a part in here that goes, the obvious button to push was sexual. Using sex as a tool to make her blow a cover, however, would be playing with fire. Bottom line, though. She was sure to face sexual harassment from real criminals, so putting her in a few hot situations would be good experience for her. I'm sorry, what? Let's let's rewind this backwards a bit. So you know she's going to face sexual harassment with real criminals, so you're going to do the manly thing and do it for her. I should note, this was written in 2008 and I got it for free. I know I got it for free because I would not buy this book. But I liked the idea because I liked the idea of you know, FBI agents and women being in charge. And, you know, this was around the time that, you know, Sandra Bullock was doing that whole era, I think. And so it was really interesting. And I like the fact that, you know, she talks about how he smelled like something from her mom's kitchen, right? And, ah, I love it when you have that, that connection through sensory. I really do. But I like it better when there's not, like, some kind of weird harassment thing going on so he also says and probably for him too getting back on the bike was not as easy as everyone said it was a little flirting that would lead absolutely nowhere was safe and when it came to women these days alex like safe so you're using her to flirt so you can get better at dating y'all and the thing is like it, those kind of comments are throughout and basically like he invites her to go get a martini. She does. They do this for like two weeks. And then on Christmas Eve, 
surprise! You know, it's kind of talked about a bit. And when he kisses her on Christmas Eve, she even brings up, this is like a huge conflict of interest, and she's a rookie agent, so she's put in all this time and energy and effort. And she even says, this was wrong. She could lose her job for sleeping with him. And really, in the end, did she really want to deepen the betrayal he was sure to feel when the undercover op was over? Did she want him to hate her even more than he would for her deception? You can't see my face, but I'm just doing that look, you know, that. But the thing is, it's like, I actually liked Sarah. Sarah was innovative. You know, she was like pulling things as she went along, grabbing things, making a point, you know, helping further along the investigation by using her sexual appeal, which, uh but the thing is, it's like she was doing her job. And I liked it because I actually like these kind of books in historical romance. Like, there's been quite a few where, you know, you've got undercover spies, especially during, like, the Napoleonic Wars. And I I like that kind of feel. And so I really liked the fact that Sarah was like, nah, she's not putting up with this shit. And yet she kind of is. And I was like, ugh. And I wanted to know more about her because, you know, it says she's a Jersey girl. But, like, a Jersey girl to what? Like, what is she a Jersey girl? Like, how is this in her example? Like, is she, like, Snooky? Or is she more like Melanie Griffith's character and Working Girl? They're both Jersey girls, but they're very different versions of it, right? So I, I kind of wanted to see this, what she put it in. And it, it seemed like, there's no explicit information, but it seemed like, to me, that she wasn't, white like she didn't code as white and I I don't know if I'm wrong about that I could be but when I was reading that was a code I got and I appreciated that right like I appreciated the fact that she wasn't she didn't seem to be an expected character and you know honestly with Alexander I could take or leave him and like there's a lot of information that's not posted which I'm assuming this is probably part of a series and I just don't have the series and maybe this is a prequel, I don't know. But, it re, you know, it talks about how, like, he created the Clark Project when he lost his partner, Randy Clark. And, they, you know, he works with the FBI and the NYPD or somehow as a training, you know, expert in New York. And I wanted to like him, but I just, I felt really skeevy about how he was, like, dating her kind of off the clock because she's supposed to be his chauffeur. And, like, you know, all these things are supposed to go through, and yet, I don't, I don't know, guys. It just, it, it kind of, it, it fell flat for me. But, again, I really liked Sarah, and unexpectedly so, because, like, she seemed to be putting thought in this. And, like, when she was dressing up for Christmas to, to go see him for one last time before he was, you know, caught in a sting operation, she was like, okay, I'm undressed nice. She's got, like, this white wool coat and this red dress and these heels. And, you know, she mentioned she's short on cash, so she's put money into this. And taking out the weird, weird, weird power power dynamics, I liked it. Like, I liked the fact that, you know, she dressed up. She was like, okay, this is what we're going to do. This is how we're going to do it. I I appreciated that. So, uh, rating this, would I read it again? Well, obviously, I I reread it because I hadn't read it in a while. But would I read it again without forgetting it probably not and that's just simply because again the power dynamics kind of not real fond of them would i read more of misty evans i mean maybe but not on a high list like it's one of those maybe if i get times 
would I want to see more of Sarah? Probably. Like, I would like to have her flushed out a lot more. I thought, like I said, I thought she was amazing. And, you know, she she uses, like, a lot of terms that are food-based. <laughs> and if... Oh, so I'm going to, like, give a shout-out to Boobies and Newbies Simmer Down episode by Sarah uh, Smith, I think. Sorry, I didn't catch the name. I mostly was just listening to it because it's all about food, and I'm a food person. So, And that's kind of like this, because she mentions that he smells like her mama's decadent spice cake and she also mentions that like he's gonna be able to taste like fear like the licorice on the back of his tongue or you know like i i like those kind of descriptions because i understand what they are universally i understand what these smells are and what they mean and so i i really appreciated that and you know he she compares him to a sexy antonio banderas which in 2008 maybe but like early 2000s late 90s hell yes like we all saw why melanie griffith was with antonio banderas look wise and voice wise and just there was a you understood this feeling and so i liked the descriptions i liked sarah i'm not sure if i would read misty evans again but i appreciated the world and the way she kind of like made it stand out i do wish she had talked a little bit more about how um Sarah had changed over time, but that's kind of just me being picky, I guess. Like, changed physically to to fit the roles that she was supposed to be in. I kind of just wanted to give you guys something positive to start the month out. Because, again, November sucked. Like, there was a lot of sucking, especially for Americans, but also internationally. Because, unfortunately, American politics crash into the world. And so I wanted to kind of start something off and you know while I wouldn't reread this book you know I would definitely be in, intrigued because I kind of liked the show White Collar on USA I was a big fan I liked Hillary Burton's character I liked Tiffany Amber Thiessen or Tiffany Am- Tiffany Thiessen now yeah Tiffany Thiessen's character I liked all those kind of roles like I'm a big fan of Tiffany Thiessen's acting in general I'm still like thinking of she fought alone 20 something years later but I like that world so if you guys have recommendations please send them to me you can find me on Twitter Facebook Instagram under damsels podcast you can also find me on patreon.com slash damsels podcast And you can get all kinds of exclusive content, as I mentioned, I think, in the last episode. There's going to be nothing but, like, movie (laughs) reviews for my husband and I, Sven, for patrons. And they're exclusive, and they're kind of awesome. You can also hear Courtney and I discuss kissing the coronavirus. And I mention it because I know the coronavirus is kind of fucking with everybody's life still. And I think... Our reaction is great because it's Courtney's live reaction as she's reading it because she's reading it aloud. I'd read it slightly before just because I wanted to have that that feedback and we kind of break it down and it's great. I hope you guys do that. Thank you so much to my patrons, to Dee, Kelly, Carrie, and Marlene. I love you guys so much and I appreciate you guys putting some faith in me, and if anyone wants to follow along, they can go to patreon.com slash damselspodcast because the power of marketing, (laughs) and maybe you will find a lot more to do because there's a lot of content in there now, guys. 
<laughs> thanks so much. And you can join for like a dollar. Why not? Well, if you want the content, it's too. So <laughs> thanks, guys. Also, I usually don't request this, but if you guys listened and you guys want to review it, review this podcast, not, not the Patreon, because that's a whole other thing and there's no Patreon one, I think. But if you guys want to review, you guys can catch me on Apple or you can also do it on like I use Podchaser because I don't have an Apple product and Apple kind of slows down my computer. So I don't always, you know, get to up op- that opportunity, but I do try and do it on Podchaser. There's a couple more, but those are the two that I know and I've have larger experience with. So I, I would love it if you guys would rate me. <laughs> I would love it if you guys would let me know. Again, I'm not going to talk about like the reviews on this episode because it's just very short. I guess if made a mate, they call it interstitials. And this is like a mini interstitial of even that. So <laughs> uh, guys, I want you to enjoy this month. I hope you have fun. I have Courtney coming up. The Christmas episode with my husband is coming up. And he's reading a Harlequin for the very first time. That should be interesting. And I also have uh, Blending In with R.J. Blaine. If you guys want to be on the episode, please, please, please let me know. <laughs> and I previously mentioned that I was going to be busy for the next six months. I forgot. So around December 16th until the beginning of the year, I will not be in school because it's a school holiday and my school will not be going because it matches up. So I will be recording and I will be putting things together and I am hoping that I can like bank a couple more episodes so you guys can enjoy what we've been what I've been reading and what we what we hopefully I'll have a guest have been reading. I really, really want someone to read Blending In with me because it was like eighty nine cents, I think, or well eighty nine euros. I think it was like ninety nine cents and I haven't started it yet, but it looks really good. So I'm gonna try and record that soon. If like I said, if you guys want to catch it, social media, you can also email me at damselspodcast at gmail.com have a good week guys it's it's been a really hard year and i want everyone to have a little bit of fun the last month or so just to kind of enjoy it and and that side note hot damn romancing the runoff raised almost four hundred and fifty thousand. there's a little bit left to go i can't wait to see what happens <laughs> so nice round numbers are good right seriously Have a fun day. Bye, guys. Mm